from the Mount Smart faithful to the bandwagon supporters and everyone in between, we share a special bond. The Warriors. This is our year, eh? And come hell or high water, the Warriors are our team. At the beginning of the year, I was like, yeah, this is the year it's going to turn around. And after a few games, you realise that, oh, maybe not. Win or lose, they're our team. Have they got the right coach? Will the owner put up with it? The team's brought me a lot of happiness, a lot of grief, and a lot of fun. Let's go on, because this is Warriors Anonymous. Dawn was always darkest at dawn. <laughs> <laughs> this is Warriors Anonymous. Uh, welcome along. Uh, it is NRL round three of the season. And uh, just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song <laughs> every night. Has it dawn? Welcome along, boys. My name is Jared Cronin. Let's bring in the fellas. Daniel Fodakura. He was at WOMAD this weekend, so he was uh, doing a bit of double dipping there, bro. How was it? Oh, it was awesome, man. I was fucking pumped to hear some fucking international sounds while I was watching some fucking league on my phone. <laughs> it was awesome watching it, dancing along, high fiving some, some bro behind me. She said, What's your score, bro? And I was like, We just scored 16, 12. And like, yeah. So, best of both of us, boys. <laughs> Did the crowd just start going ape at like, you know, off moments of the music just to react to the, the tries and they're like, yeah. And musicians like, yeah. yeah it's, nice. all, it's, all, it's all in harmony, bro. All in sync, just like a defensive line. <laughs> Sweet ears, bro. I might get you to bring your uh, microphone a little bit closer to you um, as well, just to get that crystal clear. Oh, there I am. Yeah. Coming well, well sound. There we go. That's, we want the well mad sound. What's the guy? How are you? Uh, from uh, my little phone, but it was still just as exciting watching them play. So <laughs> didn't have access. Oh. Yeah, I didn't have access. Everyone was phoning so it this Watched week. it through four G. Yeah, doesn't cause cancer, by the way. But uh, yeah, no, it's all good. Was it? Was no, it, no, it was good. Wasn't pixelated or anything? It's great. <laughs> Quite a bit of it. Sweet. I think so. How did you watch the game, bro? I, I watched it uh, off Sky Sport now, so oh. I had the creature comforts. Off terrestrial um, television? Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, not, not, not terrestrial. <laughs> <was that>. <laughs> Who actually oh. has Sky these days? Sorry, just killed another um, That's potential right. sponsor. But there you go. Sky oh, I'm going to bone to pick with Sky. Bone to pick with them. Their app, oh. uh, application needs some, needs some work. It's it, really now, it really does. Frank, it does. what's your beef about it? Oh, my Samsung app just decides that there's always multiple logins. It's like there's no one else logging in right now, bro. And it just shuts you down. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Are you, sure, are you sure there's not multiple logins? No one's trying to... <laughs> Any little sneaky Kenny logins on you, bro? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Uh, now, boys, uh, obviously, um, uh, even before we get into the game, awesome win, yay. Uh, but also, double awesome uh, on this episode, we're going to be chatting to an OG warrior. We're going to be chatting to one of the, the originals, Hydro Okasene. So that's, uh, that's pretty exciting as well. So uh, let's, let's ride the wave because uh, there's something going on. Uh, I've actually heard a, a great phrase today from none other than Greg Spence. Uh, he's called it the Webolution. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, in, I'm in for Ooh. this. So, children of the Webolution, Isaac, what were your thoughts on our game against the Cowboys? Yeesh, oh, just so good to watch. Eh? I mean, that, the defense is on a whole other level, I reckon. And just some really weird stuff that I never really thought would have worked, worked. Like having Dylan Walker, <laughs> Jazz Tavanga, and then when Wade Egan went off, Bailey Sirenin, who's, you know, one of Buddha's faves it just worked so seamlessly i'm just like i'm all in like mm. i can buy into this style of play because it just seemed to work and you know one of the kind of nerdy things i look at is fantasy um and their players points for a game to see their performance in the game and it was all reflected in what i saw on on their um player points for example jess Tavang got through a ton of work i think he ended up with 61 points in wow. 40 something minutes um, and Sean Johnson ended up with 54 points. Um, yeah, I know it's a little bit nerdy to do that sort of thing, but for me, it just sort of makes sense. So, mm. yeah, I'm all on board for this style of play. Yeah, they both definitely uh, definitely played well, I think, even in just like, traditional <laughs> measures. Uh, you know, the, the, the vibe. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if we might have lost Daniel or not, but the old... Uh, 
Yeah, I'm just talking about internet. There might be creaking a little bit. <laughs> Yo, Moneta, what did you think of our uh, our Ford oh, Packs effort? Definitely, Cowboys? definitely fantastic. I mean, it goes back to the comment I made like uh, last week, and the commentators actually alluded it to, to it too. They're just they're just they're playing it as a pack, and then like really mo- the mobility and all that stuff, being able to pass, you know, to the edges, and just kind of. Players, the you know, type five and around that. So it's no, nah, they were great. And Mitch Barnett, oh, yeah, you know, playing that uh, ball to you know, to Mario Martin on the side. You know, they've, they've got the offloads going. They've got you know, um, Adam Fanua Blake. You know, he's tearing it up. Was it all three forwards like made over a hundred meters? You know, compared to the Cowboys, where they mm. were able to stop. Was six? Was that six? I thought it was six. Well, there you go. Six forwards over 100 metres compared to the Cowboys. Maybe I got that wrong. That may include maybe Monty, perhaps, or... Maybe. Yeah. But three over 200 forwards. Everson Tamalolo. Yeah. I think he was only now to play up to 70 metres. And so, yeah, on on the defence, so defence and offence, yeah, going well, going well. And, uh, yeah. That was a that was a big name Cowboys pack, and we just man, we just took it to them and really just ran yeah, them around yeah. their own home ground, which is um, which is really nice. Um, uh, you mentioned the the passing down the left there. Gotta say, man, um, Timothy Martin. I don't know if he's like um, like one of those old Western gunslingers, but man, he's got quick hands. eh? like oh, the ball yeah. comes near him, and he's just like. Phew. And the defenders yeah. are like... It's Sean Johnson. Like, Jeez, yeah, he looks like the Sean Johnson of an old. Well, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus. He's actually running and sidestepping. Like, wow, this is what <laughs> it's like to not play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if he's crabbing across the field because when he does that, everyone just stops, eh? Yeah. Yeah. He's so like, good to see. He's just loving being part of a, a team that's not trash. So, um, so that's great. <laughs> Um, now, uh, I'm tempted to ask a question to Daniel. Can you hear us, Daniel? Yeah, loud and clear. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> we would have just lost visual, but, uh, but that's okay. Uh, bro, uh, what were your um, thoughts on the, uh, well, the, the, the WOMAD uh, sort of intake of, of the game for you? Uh, I think, um, obviously, uh, start was not ideal, but they were a bit fortunate to get those those tries, so it was a bit unlucky. So they're just two kick tries, so um, one off the post ricocheted. Um, it was a bit uh, lucky, and then obviously the the bomb. Um, I thought it was a knock on you anyway, but um, they bounced back really well from that. The fours just dominated. We just got uh, a pretty strong forward pack that started to uh, make those meters starting to play together well. Um, but the most pleasing thing was just they're continuing to. Um, take some take some chances out wide, score those tries, and then the next set was beautiful. You know, kicking on the mm-hmm. four, putting yep. them on their ten in the corner, and just getting back in the grind. Um, and that's not that's not something we've done before that well. Yeah, you, you did right. I was I was really like harping on during the game, for the, chewing the wife's ear off a little bit, and was like, oh, that's such a great set after scoring points, you know? And, yeah, so uh, I, I hear you on that, bro. It was good to see your boy uh, Bailey get out there and do some damage as well. <laughs> it's just great. I think we've just got a good mm. rotation of boards uh, as well. I'm, I'm actually a bit – well, there's a lot of competition. So uh, Bunty only got 17-odd minutes, I think. He played the first stint. So, you know, I think with, with how Jazz played, Jazz was awesome. Uh, Jazz, Dylan Walker, AFB, uh, Isaac Soss, they've all got that uh, ball head to cut. <laughs> Part of the clan. The ball brothers. <laughs> the ball brothers. There's the Bash yeah. brothers. There's the ball brothers. <laughs> But they just play with energy, defensive energy, attacking energy. So, yeah, it's going to be a hard, hard seventeen, mm. right? and that's what you want. You want a competition for your seventeen, and it's a, it's going to be a tough who who misses out. But um, mm. nice problem for Webby to have. Absolutely, it gives us options. eh? I mean, we had uh, Curran playing New South Wales Cup. Obviously, it wasn't quite quite right for top grade, uh, and also um, oh, yeah. man crush as well. Jesus, we still, uh, you know. God, in the wilderness Jesus. as well. So there's there's so you know there's good things. So we've had a bad sort of run on our injuries. Hopefully, uh, Mitch Barnett sounds like he's doing okay. So that's that's something. Um, but man, another guy in that Ford pack, Isaac. Oh. He'd be loving the play of Wade Egan. How good has he been? Oh, top try scorer for the Warriors so far, isn't he? <laughs> oh, is it yes. Mar- Martello now? No, 
it's he's Wade Egan. He's been every game so far, I think, Wado. So Yeah, uh, yeah. Because Marcelo scored two and he's just scored one before. It doesn't matter. For Wade Egan <laughs> to be scoring a try every game. And the the try that he scored, um, off some beautiful interplay between the forwards, Tohu Harris inside ball to AFB, running an outline, puts an offload back inside to Wade Egan. It's you know, the, the try last week was that set play try was amazing. But just to see that interplay, you can expect to sort of see that almost every week, and that's what gets me excited. Mm. Um, like that set play last week, um, that Wade was this Wade scored off Sean Johnson's offload. Yep, that's yeah, right. like yeah. that was awesome. That was amazing. But that's kind of I don't want to say it's a one off, but you won't see that too often. But the interplay between the forwards is just meant. I mean. Mm. That's just so good to see. Uh, and Wade Egan, like, you know, when we first started this podcast, man, did we bag him. I mean, me in particular, bagged him hard. And look where he is now. He's, like, first on the team sheet every week. Yeah. We'll, we'll get him on the podcast just to give you a grilling when he uh, when he comes off. I'll take um, it. I'll take it. <laughs> take it. Yeah. Definitely. Um, now, actually, I was looking at the um, – I was looking back at that set-piece try from last week, you know, where Egan scored. And I was just marveling at how Tohu was the first receiver and he just sold it like a NFL kind of play action, like he was going that way and then just bang, sent it back and then bing, 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 we scored. So I was like, well, that's, that's beautiful. But Moneta, what I'm also liking is the fact that a lot of our play mm. is, it's off script. We're not, uh, we're not running, you know, um, you know, second man kind of plays or shifts or whatnot. So it's harder for these guys to defend because they're not really sure what we're going to do. Um, how do yeah, you see I that think, aspect of our I attack? think the first three tackles, we always lay it up. Like we, we keep it simple. And I remember when Lusik, um, was we were interviewing him, he was saying we just keep to our lanes and keep to our roles. So I think when it gets to the latter of the, um, you know, the tackle set, you get to play a bit more of that, um, you know, free-spirited football and so forth. But, like, yeah, no, nah, we're definitely, you know, offloading way more. We're definitely having a bit more razzle-dazzle, which I haven't seen in a long time. But at the same time, we're also quite structured in a way where we end our sets um, to what Daniel said. We we pump a lot of our kicks that Sean Johnson was aiming, you know, the bombers was, you know, around that zero to ten metre and we're just camping them in their corner. And it was just like we were just applying continuous pressure. So... That's something I haven't seen from the Warriors in a very, very long time. And just to see that, it's like, and like, even when we lost last week, I actually was still quite happy with just the way they played. It was just the fatigue at the end. But like like I said, it's all looking really promising under the, uh, was it, Whippermania? Is it? <laughs> WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, sorry. Oh, Oh, <laughs> that is so wrong. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Greg Spence. That's so much better. I want with a I think I, with I, a think mania. I like a uh, yeah. <laughs> <With> a mania. <laughs> with a mania. <laughs> mania. <laughs> Followed by SummerSlam. <laughs> He's got the chair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, um, now, put a, um, uh, up up front again. Oh, um, great. Tohu, our fearless leader, aka the last samurai. Um, Game 200, another solid shift from him. And how good was it to see him like at, at the uh, the aftermatch function and he just didn't look like he was, uh, you know, weighed down by a terrible team and all of its fans. <laughs> how, how good was that? Oh, the best, man. All right. Someone deserves, you know, some positive aftermatch function press conferences. And, and also, the, I think the pleasing thing is that because we had so much more ball this week, the Webby was like, you know, I've been waiting to see what we would do if we had, if not half the ball or slightly more ball, because every other game we've had less position as well. So you could even see that he didn't have to make 60 tackles this week, you know. He only had to make 40, you know. But, um, so, they, yeah, I mean, but that just goes to show, like, he's, uh, like, they just love him, eh? You know, all the players play for him. Um He's all about culture, all about the connection, and they're really talking about a bit of a deeper connection across the across the group. So, um, mm. yeah, it's it's nice to see, and um, yeah, he deserves uh, a good season this year. 
Yeah, it is really cool eh, to actually, you, you do really feel that connection that they have to the, you know, to the team, to the jersey, uh, even to us fans. They're, you know, they're, they're out there and they're really, you know, giving it some for us. Now, um, Isaac, one thing I've spotted uh, as opposed to what was happening last year and the year before or whatever, um, the amount of times that we are able to stop a guy within about half an inch from scoring so far, we've only been three games in, but already we've had a stack of tries saved in that manner. How cool is that to see? Yeah, what do you think of that, man? The defense is, um, they're definitely gelling, and I think as the season goes on, it'll get even better. But uh, one of the sort of things I look for in the defense, unfortunately, is Sean Johnson. He was a turnstile last year. And the amount of one-on-one tackles he's able to make, because I think he's got the confidence in the players around him to commit to the right uh, the right person on defense just allows him to make the right decision. He's not. Mm. People aren't having to think so hard on defense because everyone's communicating, and it's not for. It's it's obviously fatigue is a big thing for defense, but and communication as well. But it's just having that trust in the players either side of you to make the right call, and it seems like more often than not, people are making the right decision. Decision, so people can just. Yeah, they don't even have to think about what they're doing on defense. They just do. Mm. So, yeah, haven't seen that for a long time as well from the Warriors again. And that that might be even more pleasing than all the points that they score is just the uh, toughness and the intensity on defense. Mm. Yeah, it was really pleasing. Like, you see, like even like, um, you know, the Cowboys would make a line break and Sean was one of the guys there to like, you know, stop the play. And it was just kind of taking me back a few years because we'd kind of forgotten about it. But everyone knows about his highlight, you know, real steps and tries and all that. But he was always a real gun at getting back and actually saving tries. And so to see that aspect coming in is is really good. We've already halved, or currently we've halved our uh, points per game conceded. So that's very pleasing. Um, Moneta, um, on the on the new side of things, another new guy came in, um, Tain Tuopiki, playing at fullback. Uh, what did you make of his play, and uh, and also, you know, how are we going to work things when Chan's re-enters the scene? <laughs> Webermania. Sorry, Greg Spence. He was solid. Eh? You know, he didn't. He was. He didn't make any mistakes. So I thought he was, the, you know, really onto it and really good debut. Um, and on that note, um, yeah, he'll definitely be like in our material going forward. But um, I watched the uh, post interview with Webster. And he mentioned that CNK would definitely be back, but um, I don't know how, how do you pronounce his name properly, uh, Jared? Two two picky. Oh, two yeah, picky. He'll, he'll definitely be, you know, stiffing from behind, <laughs> making you know he won't be too far behind. So too, too far behind. <laughs> so <laughs> not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, we have still got somewhere to hide on the podcast, but on YouTube, it's, uh, we're, we're exposed because all of a sudden we start to like giggle in the background. <laughs> no, but he, he had a solid performance, and yeah, he high ball. Yeah, he made some solid, you know, runs from the back, and um, yeah, everyone played well. Yeah. You know, great debut. He should, you know, awesome debut. Yeah. I was actually thinking as well. Um, just in a moment of madness, I was thinking that we should all come dressed doing the, the Pompey thing with the shirt over the, over the head for this podcast. And I thought, no, that's going to get a bit too, a bit too hot. So um, anyways, um, Buddha, uh, I, I kept thinking of you throughout the game because it looked like there was um, Nico Hines 2.0 out there for the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> a little slick fella. Yeah, yeah, he looked all right. <laughs> he did. He did look great in the first 20 minutes, but we... We soon enough nullified his effect, day. Eh? So, um, just on Pompey, yeah, I guess I think a lot of Warriors fans just need to give him a little bit of a little bit of praise on his attack. Well, a couple of things: his yardage out of sets, it was strong, um, and one of the best attacking players we've seen for a long time. Basically, went through, held three guys, held them up, shoot over the head, pop the pass over for a try but uh, so good good to see him playing well a couple of like cheeky little offloads when they're not required um, in the back especially end of the, the game. back end day yeah yeah but I mean look I think it's old, us old warriors thinking 
shit, you know, we can lose this. We're up by, what, 16 with <laughs> eight to go. We can yep. we can lose by 16. You yeah. Know, but, um, yeah. But credit where credit's due because he's, he's taken a lot of flack this season so far and he's uh, on the balance. I think he's playing well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a fair call. Um, now, Isaac, uh, we're about to jump out in a couple of minutes. One more question for you. Um our starts are a little bit scratchy. We spoke about this with assistant coach Richard Agar last week. Um, how do we go about maybe just you know improving what we do from the from the get go against the Bulldogs? Oof, scratchy starts. I mean, I don't know if it's a concentration thing or people getting caught up in. The, I don't know, just a bit too much adrenaline, maybe. Wibbermania. Yeah, getting caught up in Wibbermania. I think they just need to, you just settle in. You get your first set out of the way. I think they need to just concentrate on just hitting some key landmarks and um, you know, benchmarks in the game. Like, let's get through our first set, see how it pans out, put a good, good kick in, follow up with a good chase, see where we, see where we go from there, and just mm-hmm. rinse, wash, repeat, and then opportunities will open up as, as the game goes on so they don't have to try, try and do too much too soon and in any of the games moving forward. And, and most of the best teams um, settle into that sort of groove. They just get the, they get the, you know, the first set out of the way. Um, they find their sort of rhythm for the first few, um, first 20 minutes or so, and then the game opens up and then that's where they take over. Um, so yeah, I think the Warriors just need to learn to sort of not, you know, to want to do too much too soon. They mm. don't have to come out of the, the blocks um, too hot. Yeah, that's right. We'll be all the better for it if we don't concede the first try because we, as you say, we get warmed up and we get going. So mm. uh, speaking of getting going, uh, we're going to just jump out very quickly uh, and be back in a few moments chatting with Warriors legend, the OG, Hytro Okasini, back here in a second on Warriors Anonymous. Welcome back to Warriors Anonymous. This is very, very exciting times. Uh, and also uh, breakfast time at the moment over in the UK where our special guest is joining us from. Now, Hytro, welcome along to the show, bro. Um, I, need a, I need to check one thing before we even get into the interview because we have a segment called Say My Name, Say My Name on our podcast. And that's basically around saying uh, you know, players' names correctly. So what we do is we say how the Australian commentators say it and then we try and correct that. So I'll say it how the, uh, the commentators used to say your name. And, bro, you uh, you correct me if, if that's all good. So uh, back in the days when you were playing for the Warriors in 1995, one of the OGs, uh, the uh, the commentators would call you Hydrocassini. So uh, how, how, do we, uh, how do we correctly pronounce your name? Hydrocassini. <laughs> perfect. Okasene. Yeah, good. Good. This is really cool. I think because the commentators uh, like saying the other one, so I got used to that. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. Well, we're we're taking them to task nowadays and going, hey, we need to uh, we need to straighten a few things out with uh, with saying players' names. Uh, so it's good to actually hear your name for the first time, probably ever, for a, a lot of our uh, our viewers and listeners. So uh, thank you for that, bro. Uh, we just had um, multicultural round in the NRL. So uh, what is your um, your cultural background? I'm from Samoa, uh, Samoan background, mum and dad. Yes. Uh, quarter New Ian in there. Hey. So, uh, yeah, pretty much um, I was born in New Zealand, so, you know, Samoan heritage. Oh, cool, man. Hey, uh, we were massive fans back in the day, G-Day. I remember um, chanting your name, but uh, being part of the OGs, that original Warriors squad, can you tell us what it was like to run out of the tunnel in that first game in 1995 versus the Broncos? What was that night like? That was a special night, um, not only for myself, but you know, for the players and uh, for the fans that were, were at the game. I remember going down to the number two ground to warm up, and uh, we could see all the fireworks and that they were going off uh, the entertainment on the number one field, and then you know, we all got caught into the tunnel and then down, and then we could see all the flames and Maori... Uh, and just the roar of the crowd was just so emotional and so special to be there. Awesome. Yeah, that was 
it was amazing, eh? And and look, I mean, that year, first year, looked like a a real magical year. How did how did it feel within the camp, the squad, to be you know playing professional uh, NRL for a New Zealand based team? Well, it was you know they've been uh, you know looking for uh, well building a team for how many years before you know entering this competition. So uh, everyone was aware of how important. Uh, that first game was going to be how we were going to turn up and play, and I think all the other Aussie teams were because we were the first game on that night. We were the first game, so they were all looking at us to see how we were going to fare in the competition. You know, one club, one nation. At the same time, we had to adopt. Well, we're professionals now, so we had to adopt them, uh, change our minds, and focus on uh, things to do uh, more professionally, and uh, how we trained for the speed of the game and. You know, just a, a different aspect on playing rugby professional. You know, new for quite a few of us. Yeah, awesome. Um, it was such a great year. Like, I mean, you know, as fans, we've gotten behind it. Um, but uh, as a season, I think the, te- the team won 13 of 22 games that year um, and just narrowly missed out on the playoffs. And look, we understand that was... Uh, Possibly fa- uh, a factor was a substitution issue against the West Magpies. So, how did the how did the team feel to you know have a good season but just narrowly miss out on uh, on the playoffs? I think after that West game and uh, losing the two points, the team were deflated. Could come back and haunt us, and it did. Uh, if we had got those points, and uh, we would have made the top nine, then we could have gone a lot further. Do, do you think we were robbed, bro? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Substitution rule, But look, hey, uh, Saucy here. Look, it's uh, no secret that you're a bit of a style icon back in the day. Um, maybe even now. I don't know what's going on. Okay. But, um, you know, you're well known for your strong runs as a front row, but you also played... Um, you played a lot of hooker as well. So how did that uh, transition come about? And um, how did you kick that into first grade as well? When I first signed um, for the Warriors, I was back in 93 when they come to watch uh, my cousin, Tony Tatupu, play at Mount Albert. And I was, at, I was hooking at Manukau and I had a good game and then I got the call, you know, picked up and uh, went from there. Now, in pre-season training, like I've played hooker all my life and uh, to be asked to play prop because Andy Platt was injured. So they were looking at someone to replace him and that was me. So I had to try and uh, adapt my game because, you know, I've never played it before. And uh, sort of put the attitude that give me the ball and I'll run as hard as I can and uh, try and do my best for my team. Well, you took to it like a duck to water. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's pretty natural, uh, sort of, well, it looked natural watching you. It looked like uh, you'd been playing prop your whole life. Well, I was classed as one of the uh, our trainer, Bob Lanigan. He thought that I was one of the smaller props. I was probably a lot stronger than a lot of the props, and I was more mobile because I was a bit lighter. So I thought, you know, I was okay uh, pound for pound with uh, their props and all the other teams. Uh, so, so, yeah, that was, yeah, that's just me. That's how I am. So Yeah, awesome. I, I saw, um, I was watching some of the highlights of that first season and including that first game against Brisbane. And I noticed that you had a nice sneaky little uh, try assist in there. You, you gave a pass off to Te Party, and I was like, oi, you can see the, you know, the, the dummy half smarts and skills in there. You, you, know, you just kind of snuck it in there. I think I could have scored a try there, <laughs> but I think it was Petu Taiwa that come across on my blind side. Overran us, and I thought it was like uh, the Broncos. So, you know, I could have gone straight under the sticks, but and I'm not greedy. So I gave it to Tia. <laughs> You're a good man. <laughs> so, your Warriors call up came about because people were coming to see Tony Tatupu, is that right? Yes. Oh, geez, that's yeah. crazy. Um, so, obviously, your cousin, but then you also played alongside your brother Paul as well. So, did he have a did he have a massive influence on on your style of play in your career? Oh, of course he did. You know, as youngsters, you know, we always used to. He was the fastest out of our family. We used to have races, and I was always last. But he, Paul, liked to hit, do big hits and tackles and that, and we sort of liked to follow uh, in his footsteps. So we used to 
uh, practiced on each other down, running down the hallway into the bedroom trying to get our, our techniques right because we used to watch a lot of um, Winfield Cup, you know, back then. And uh, there was a lot of big hits going on there. There's, you know, some biffs and what have you. So we, we sort of liked that stuff. So Paul wasn't, you know, Paul was an influence on me and, uh, you know, enjoyed it. Love a good hallway uh, game or rugby league. <laughs> hallway hit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the high. We, uh, we get the jangle from the monkers making too much noise. Fit a few dents in the wall. One of the siblings starts crying, eh? And the other one's like, shh. Oh, no, you're okay, you're okay, you're okay. It's normally me, It's normally me because I was the youngest, so I was crying. Did you deliberately try to get your brother in trouble? Oh. Did you try to get Paul in trouble by crying really loud? Yeah. There's, there's the other two that were holding me down. <laughs> that was the, the original on report. Yeah. 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 Um, and so speaking of the old times, but uh, now kind of looking at now, how do you see uh, forwards now nowadays and the way they play? I think now, you know, the game is still fast, but you don't have to have really massive uh, props uh, in the game now. You know, you can use tick and rolls that are more lean and agile. And uh, I think that's what they're doing now with, uh, with the game. And uh, they still run it up as hard as anybody else. But, uh, you know, yesterday's game, uh, Warriors game was, uh, you see now the forwards, Warriors forwards were, you know, go, the go for was great. The handling skills was great. The defense was great as well. So, you know, it's just got to uh, try and keep out those little errors and uh, the team's going to do all right. Do you, you, you keep, a, keep a bit of an eye on the boys, uh, on the team and their fortunes from, from over in the UK? Well, the first game uh, against West Tigers, I, you know, I, I got up early. I put it on the telly and... Uh, Guy was just buffed it for a long, long time. So I ended up watching it on uh, on YouTube, just the highlights. That sounds like um, sounds like the Sky app. We have we have problems with Sky over here too. <laughs> but yes, it's all around the world. But yesterday's game, I got to watch the full match. So I was happy. Oof! Oh, awesome! Awesome! Nice. Uh, I guess one of the most famous things, like. I think most of us remember you guys when you ran the pool. When you ran the pool, your flowing mullet was kind of like traditional, <laughs> you know, iconic of you. Um, so I guess you look at some of the mullets nowadays. What do you think of those? <laughs> There's some crazy ones, eh? <laughs> <laughs> There's some that you, yeah, you think, nah, that's not good. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, some of them that way. Yeah, what about Adam Fanua's uh, Adam Fanua Blake's oh. haircut? The yeah. uh, genie from Aladdin. Well, hey, that's exactly what I thought when he came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I thought, I thought that last yeah, we must, uh, must think alike. <laughs> I, I thought he was more. Lad- I thought he was more last of the Mohicans or something like that. You know, you know because they had the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, someone's going to fire his barber, right? That haircut was average. <laughs> no, no, he played off. He played well. You can see Keep as going. well, like, it was obviously fresh because he had a tan line. Yeah, yeah. Head, so it, was, it, was, it was awesome. You, you said you're up in England, so what are you doing nowadays? Um, I work for an engineering company here. Um, we deal with uh, food and beverage companies, and um, oh, nice. I, I work in the stores department, small team, and, you know, we uh, do the inward outward goods and you know, load wagons and stuff. But at the moment, I'm off, uh, off the near, I've just had a total knee replacement, so it's been six weeks I've been, uh, six weeks I've been sat at home and just recovering. Oh, Nice. Oh, not nice there. Uh, <laughs> not nice me. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and that's all because of, rugby, that's all cause of rugby league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I hope you heal uh, pretty quickly. I just kind of dug a hole there. Was that NRL rugby league or um, hallway rugby league that got you the, the, the knee injury? Oh, that's a bit of both. <laughs> Everything combined. <laughs> both. <laughs> or was it mum and the jandal? <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh it's it's off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome man no that's cool well we've um yeah we've kind of rattled through our questions pretty well there, oh, cool. so um I, I guess 
I, I can see Daniel's smiling. He's probably got a few, uh, a few. <laughs> yes, he's gonna throw some freestyle in there. It's funny, it's funny because uh, this morning I've hardly slept because of you guys. Uh, I didn't know what sort of questions you were gonna throw at us. So I was a bit nervous. You know, oh, um, it's been a long time. Don't be nervous. Oh, sorry, don't be nervous. Oh no, you know, yeah, yeah, man. Nah. Yeah. I think the wife's waiting for us to make a breakfast. Uh, we, we better not, we better not okay. keep you high, true. I always like to know, kind of back in the day, we always asked, uh, well, we asked the current squad when we talk about who was the cheeky players, who were the players that, you know, like to have a bit of laugh or uh, crack up to have around the changing room. So take us back to that 95 team, man. Like, who was who was the, what we call the grub or the pest, the the player that all the players used to be, have to be a bit wary about because they're a bit of a trickster, a bit of a jokester. Who was that back well, in the day? That- that would have to be Gavin Hill. Oh, yeah. Gavin Hill? Oh, yeah. Gavin, he was a oh. funny fellow. That guy. <laughs> Lovely man, but, you know, he's always having a joke and uh, playing tricks. But uh, I think I think the worst one is uh, the trouble is Sidiru. <laughs> man, he's, he's a real Maori guy, that fellow. <laughs> love him to Viz but he was so he's really funny as well eh? he's always up for that I was just going to say he's got, quite crafty eh? so yeah, as a football player he was very crafty right yeah. you know he had definitely had games so and I think Jed was going to say he's got a, a, a nice little Insta YouTube channel going on at I've the moment isn't he, and I don't know how he's uh, you know, for the food that he, he cooks up and catches and Unbelievable. He had a crayfish the size of a dog, I think, the other week. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. So you get that? He must be enjoying himself. Uh. <laughs> nice. I know that uh, Daniel is, is keen to know, in the current playing squad, who was like the, uh, the pound for pound, like the, the strongest player in the squad. Uh, in the 1995 side, would that have been yourself? Because, you, like you said, you were one of the – the smaller, you know, props in the rotation, would you have been one of the stronger guys pound for pound? Well, with the testing we did pre-season and, you know, one lift and uh, I think I was 100, I was weighing 100 kilos and uh, I benched 175. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what they do now. <laughs> they probably do well over well over that now, but it's, it's been 28 years. So. It's still pretty... Yeah, that's that's like lifting Sidera's bloody. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> One seventy-five kg, <laughs> and he can still put it away. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in all, seri- all seriousness, you, you watched a bit yesterday's game. Um, how are you thinking the current team's looking? What what do you like about the the setup the Warriors have got going on? I think must. Yeah, the halves, the halves that uh, bossing the plays, and especially like Johnson, he you know needs to come back to his old style of playing off the cuff stuff. Um, you know they have their structures, but then also you need to play like eyes up football. And when Johnson's on fire, the whole team get around him, and uh, you know they start doing things this year. Yeah, nice. You, um, I understand you did a bit of coaching after your playing career, so. Uh, we we spoke with um, Warriors assistant coach uh, Richard Agar last week, and he said that one of the one of the curses of being a coach is that he can't sit down and just have a beer and watch a game because he automatically starts <clears throat> analysing what's yeah. going on. He can't help it. Oh, of course, no. I I uh, played against Richard many years ago, uh, back in the late nineties, and, uh, and uh, you know when you're coaching. You're, you're, you're always uh, preparing days, days before or weeks before of what sort of session you're going to put together. The only uh, difficult thing is when you get you get to training and Harvey and the lads turn up, that goes out, goes out the window, and then uh, you got to try something else for the numbers. But you're you're always thinking, you know, you come home, you think about uh, what you're going to do the next day, you know, how you can better yourself as a coach and how you can make the team a lot better. What was uh, Richie Agar like to play against? He was right. He was right. Yeah. <laughs> I, think when he, uh, I think he left uh, Featherston uh, in 98 and I went from Hull uh, in 98. I went to Featherston in 99. So I just, I just missed him. I think he went to Dewsbury 
So, uh, but we crossed, we crossed paths uh, when I used to stay in a place called Normanton in West Yorkshire. Oh, awesome, man. Now he's, uh, now he's doing well for coaching and that, so, you know, good on him. Oh, that's cool. Small world. Far up. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying that you, were, you, know, you went from hooker to prop. Uh, and you were one of the smaller props around, but you were probably one of the stronger, um, were probably one of the stronger players. And you've said that you know the game is sort of moving that way right now. How do you think you would have fit in today's game? How do you think you you might have performed if you were playing uh, in this era of rugby league? I think I would have done done all right. You know, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> F- yeah, football's absolutely. in the blood, so depending whenever. Depending Whatever era you play, you're going to do your best. And um, I think I could have uh, handled it with these guys this year. Do you think there would have been more scope for you to use your ball-playing skills, you know, your hooker yeah, yeah. skills? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to kick as well yeah. a long time ago. Would have loved to see a bomb from the prop. <laughs> I did, <laughs> you know, I, I did one against the, uh, the goal line. I did one against Illawarra at home. I think I got the ball by accident. It was the fifth tackle, so I kicked it. <laughs> It wasn't a bad kick at all. We need, we need to see more of that. We need Sweet. to see more of that. The game's got to evolve and more props got to do 4020s and stuff like that. So Yeah, why not? Could have done something like that. Why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah. Just a, a quick question, um, just going back to the mullet. What was the um, the, the sort of hair care regime that you had for it? Like, uh, you know, how, how, did you, how did you curate it? Because it was, it, was, it was pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> 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 I just put a shampoo and a... You know, since I brush it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't, no, I wasn't, no, like, wasn't like doing it all the time, you know, in the mirror. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you were like a Fabio, eh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, you get, you get some guys that, uh, when I was over here in England, playing with some of the lads, and, and they'll be hogging the mirror before we even went out, you know, gel <laughs> in the hair and all. <laughs> oh, awesome. awesome! This is all natural. <laughs> yeah. so That's what I do before the podcast. So good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so looks good, Isaac. <laughs> no no soul glow here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely made you look uh, made you look fast as well, bro. So that was that was all good. Um, I better get to the wife. I guess. Yeah, yeah, true. Better make that breakfast. Yeah, can't have you getting in trouble on, on yeah, Mother's yeah, Day, yeah. bro. So, um, bro, look, um, thanks so much for joining us, uh, especially early in the morning over in the UK. Uh, I've got to say, um, when I, I put up a post on our Facebook group just saying that we were getting you on the podcast, and I haven't really seen a response quite like what we saw today from our, um, our you know, members. They were they were super excited to um, to hear from you, bro. So, uh, you know, I know it's been a while since 1995 and and the teams you played in, but um, just got to say, like, you know, we we really appreciate what you you know did, what you laid the foundation for our squad, and um, yeah, thanks, man. We just uh, just want to say thanks so much for everything you gave to us. Thanks, hey, thanks a lot. Thanks to you guys as well. I've enjoyed it. Awesome, bro. <laughs> we've enjoyed it. Awesome, nice. hi, Charlie. <laughs> awesome, thanks, hi. Yeah, man. I truck a senior. How awesome was that, fellas? Uh, I noticed you boys were, were throwing around a couple of player comparisons from the uh, the modern day game. Isaac and Buddha, who did you think he looked like in, in terms of his playing style? Oh, we'll say Ruben Cotter, mm. probably. When you know, we were just talking about before. You know, back when we were younger, it just seemed he was like larger than life. And then he sort of puts into perspective how actually big of a player he was. Mm. And he sort of compared him to maybe one of those smaller, harder-running forwards from nowadays, like Ruben Cotter. So, yeah, just interesting to think of it that way. Yeah, he actually would have been more suited to his skill set, eh? Like the, uh, mm. just the nuances of, you know, the timing of the pass and, and all that, the extra skills that he had as a front rower on top of, you know, you know, transitioning to be a front rower as well. So, uh, but really cool. Actually, man, I just forgot, um, I forgot to bring up the, the fact that he was on uh, a skits episode. <laughs> oh, I do remember that. I remember him being on skits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I had a look at that today and I was like, oh, I need to bring this up. And then I just completely forgot. So, um, anyways, that's good. 
I was about to ask him because obviously he said he was nervous to talk to us and we were probably nervous to talk to him. So um, I was like, oh, I, was, I should have just said, oh, it's just like being on skits, bro. So um, <laughs> we've got some, uh, we've got the uh, the expense account for this week. Cha-ching. Um, who would like to run through that? Because I'm just putting it uh, up on the agenda now. <laughs> <laughs> that's right it's, it's it's live this is uh it's like breaking news almost um so uh if, you, if you're joining us for the first time on the podcast um greg spence our stats and insights guy gives us all the good stuff as well as some handy catchphrases for our warriors season um we're, we're, we're so mucked the, up already webomania revolution okay webomania i'll kick in with the expense report here we go um so greg tells us that after giving up 50 tries on their right edge in 2022 at 2.1 per game uh the first three rounds of 2023 has seen the warriors just concede three uh, tries on that edge in zero in the last 103 minutes of play. Oof. So uh, definitely an upswing. Hey, oh, Richard oh, Agar, Richard Agar, big Richard Agar. Hey, there you go. What about the edge? We love improvement Agar, Agar. here. Um, <laughs> in round four of the, out of the NRL, the Warriors have an all-time record of 16 wins, one draw, and 11 losses. It's their second most productive round at gaining competition points from matches played. So wow. good signs there. Um Against a resurgent Bulldogs team, how mm. been faring today though? I think they, they won. They the Tigers, yeah. Oh, that's the Tigers. Just, the Tigers. Yeah, just saying that the Tigers came home strong. Did they? Yeah, so, yeah, very strong. So oh, very okay. strong too. It's a bit of controversy. Bit of um, well, controversy going around at the Tigers, from what I hear, between Benji Marshall and Sheensy, which mm. wouldn't have expected. Maybe just clash of see on the on the football field. It looks. For 60, 70 minutes, it looked horrible. Yeah, pretty disjointed. Yeah, not so great, but good news for us. Hopefully next week. Uh, and the Warriors' last loss to the Bulldogs at Mount Smart Stadium way back in 2012 and are unbeaten in their last four head-to-head matches. Uh, on the flip side, though, the Bulldogs have won 78% of their matches versus the Warriors played in Auckland on a Sunday, Sunday afternoon. afternoon. Oh, let's wrap your head around that. Yeah. That's yeah, okay. That's yeah, interesting. I remember that 2012 game. Bloody Ben Barber, bloody wrecked us. Ooh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> that's right, Rob Benny. Um, <laughs> before we look at the um, the game against the Bulldogs, just quickly, uh, not great results this week for the New South Wales Cup and SG Ball teams. Uh, both of them uh, suffered defeats. Now, the New South Wales Cup is still early days. They're into round three, I think it is. Uh, but for the SG Ball team, uh, that, that may be pretty close to putting them out of semi-final contention. So uh, they'll, they'll need to sort of do something pretty big from here on in because there's only a couple of rounds left in the, uh, the regular season there. So, uh, But they, they, they played pretty well against the Panthers. They, um, yeah, they, they hung tough, but... Uh, just kind of get the dubs. So uh, hopefully both teams bounce back next week. Uh, there's a double header uh, Sunday at Mount Smart Stadium. Sunday um, against the Bulldogs. So um, so if you're in yeah if you're in and around Mount Smart on Sunday, um, go and check out the uh, the double header for the okay. South Wales Cup band. SG Ball be uh, be awesome to check out the uh, the talent there. Sunday. What day? Um, <laughs> um, so boys, uh, round four Bulldogs uh, coming up this week. What are we, Friday night or Saturday night? Sunday. Mm. Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. Are we Sunday? Sunday. Are we Sunday? We are Sunday. Hey, that's a triple header. My bad. Okay. I don't know. Um, is it Sunday? It might actually be, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Let's have a look. Yeah, it is Sunday. Okay. Sunday. Where's this favorite day? Sunday. <laughs> Now, the Warriors game Sunday. <laughs> so the doggies are coming over. They've they've looked sort of yeah. They've shown a bit of promise. So um, you know we, we definitely shouldn't um, take them lightly. Uh, and we've got a couple of injuries as we mentioned. Obviously uh, Jackson Ford and um, Cleanup Curran weren't available as was um, Chance for uh, the game just gone. So I don't know what the story is on their return, but um, hopefully one of them can come back maybe. Uh, but apparently Egan well, the, is if it's, not um, likely, is it correct? Head injury assessment. Um, is this a new concussion? Or? The new rules are uh, 11-day stand-down. 
Eleven day stand down period. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that will that will rule way egging out. And, and then um, Barnett, no Jones, Well, he's been cleared of anything serious. So that was that was posted about two hours ago. Oh, um, okay. maybe three hours ago. So from the club, so ruled out, and he was up around walking around today. Apparently, so um, it's just whether yeah, there's any lasting damage for him or as well. So. Um, safe to say, yeah, no Egan. So our boy will be there, Freddie Lussick. Hey. Uh, and he'll be ready to go. Yep. Um, and, yeah, with the chance and Jackson's board, you know, probably should be available for selection, you'd think. But let, let's, let's see what, what comes out on Tuesday. Um, and obviously Barnett, yeah, they may want to rest him. We don't know yet. So, yeah. um, but the good thing is, you know, we've got, we've got options. Yeah. Contingencies, which is nice. Um, can be a long season, but um, but so far we've we've managed to cover a lot. Mm. Uh, we haven't got any suspensions coming up for, from that. No, well, maybe um, there was. Oh, well, Egan perhaps because he was put on report for a crusher oh. as well. Uh, oh, yeah, but I don't know that whether that's, yeah. it was nothing. I mean, but I reckon um, you know for the Cowboys. Um, Super Shaki, Super Shaki, Suzuki Shaki, Shibasaki. 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 He hmm. he should face a bit of time for that. That was a oh, horrible yeah. crusher. And the thing that really annoys me about that that's the worst form is because it was a second effort to keep the player on the ground. So it wasn't hmm. needed. But yeah. it's that classic, let's stay on him as well. So, um, you know, I think the quicker they get that stuff out of the game. Um, those extra efforts as well. The first tack- the tackle was done, and he just flopped on top of him. So um, yeah. Well, yeah. I just lucky. But I thought you kind of tripped over though. I thought that was because I don't think oh, he did, he, um, the tackle. Because I, I looked Barnett at it, or Shibasaki, Shibasaki, um, that particular. Which one was I it? I looked at him t- trying to do a second effort, eh? And the, oh, I, I think the rest of the rest yeah. have actually been really good across the first three rounds in sort of um, making sure. Well, penalising second efforts or, or flops, I've noticed that. Like I, thought it, a, I thought it was negligence. I thought it was negligence, but I didn't yeah. think it was. Intent. I don't think there was any intent, but it was pretty sloppy mm. uh, on his part. It was the intent part, to for a second effort, I reckon. There's an intent for a second yeah. effort, and then, then he got himself into trouble by how he did it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's probably worth it. Yeah, yeah, that's probably worth it. Then there's no issue. Yeah, mm. he went for the second effort, and that time Barnett had sort of fallen over, and then that got him into the bad position because mm. his neck bent. Pretty far forward, like yeah. a little big yeah. turtle. Yeah, because you know, like it's, yeah. it's not yeah, like yeah. he did something like you know some of the seconds that Melbourne Storm used to do, like lift them up and then go and you know, oh, no. use their body. No. Oof, that was yeah. Back in yeah. those days, it was definitely was accidental. <laughs> he yeah. fell into that part, right? But what we're trying to say is that if he, you just got to get that. Like, I'm glad yeah. the referees are trying to snap down on those second efforts. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, just don't need that because that's where injuries can happen is when people make those second efforts that aren't needed, mm-hmm. and yeah, something like that just sort of occurs. Body, body positions and stuff like that. They shouldn't even be trying it, but people will always try it on. They'll yeah. always try it, right? Um, Monita, try. the uh, in the game against the Bulldogs, what do you think uh, our boys will be looking to work on to improve to to get another win? Um, it's probably obviously the first 10 to 20 minutes kind of, you know, the penalty count again was, I reckon Richard Agar would be, uh, like going, that was a bit yeah, high okay. for their liking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got five more penalties than they did, I think in regards to the game. So they'll be looking to cut those out a bit more and, um, yeah. And I think, um, they'll be watching out for Karaz and, mm-hmm. and they're kind of, and, you know, the back, the back five. So. Um, they seem to be turning it on at the moment. So, yeah, but that Karaz guy. Yeah, he's a heck of a player, eh? He's, mm, he's good. He's bloody good. Yeah. And um, But, yeah, if we just keep with the same formula, you know, this is improving. We're improving week to week, I think. Yeah. And uh, I think it should be a good match. I, I actually think it could be a tight match, to be honest with you, even yeah. though they squeaked through today. So, yeah. um, But I think it'll be a good game. Uh, key players for us, Buddha. Who do you uh, who do you think will be uh, you know critical to us taking the points? I think we just keep keep building on on the middle, right? So I think it's our 
our middle forward pack uh, with our edges. So, you know, the work of um, Tohu right leading from the front, um, if, if uh, Barnett's available, Barnett and AFB have formed a, a, a pretty good duo as well. Um, and then I just, there's something about Walker and Jazz coming in. I just love it. Um, mm-hmm. They bring yeah. bit of bit of ball playability, bit of aggression, bit of aggro, bit of defensive energy, good run meters. There's something about it. And I think if we can just exploit that part, then I, I think off the back of that, SJ does get the time, does get the space. You know, he mm-hmm. can dish it off to his boys out wide as well. So for me, um, yeah, let's just keep. We're layering. I think we're layering our defense, our attack. You know, it was it was it got the job done against the Knights. It was okay. You know, it was a bit clunky at times, but we had a really good set piece against the Roosters, and it just seemed to click a little bit more this weekend as well. So, mm. yeah, I'm just uh, looking forward to seeing that. And I just wanted to make a point. So, Moneta said Jacob Carraz is someone to keep an eye out. He had 20, 21 runs today for 255 metres. <laughs> so, he is... He's doing it week in, week out, eh? Oof. Yeah. Yeah. And watching that game as well, um, uh, what I noticed is, this is something, I mean, we talked about maybe there was some criticism for not attacking high kicks sometimes, um, but the Tigers tried that a few times, got it wrong, and basically the doggies ran, just took runaways. So that's when uh, the Foxes, you know, out the box. Um, also the Fox <laughs> intercept as well. We're going to have to be mindful about when we're sort of two-on-one, that sort of thing. Because um, you just give him half a yard, eh, and he's gone. So there's a few things like that. But honestly, I think if we can keep building, we're, we're going to do the doggies. It's going to be a – you'd expect a pretty good crowd um, on Sunday for the triple header. <clears throat> Correct myself from earlier. Uh, yeah, triple header of footballing action. It's going to be a beauty. Isaac, uh, what do you think – Daniel's just touched on a couple of um, you know key points there for the dogs – uh, you know, what do you think they're going to bring and, and what are we going to have to try and, you know, just try and suppress? Uh, I think one of those things is, is CNK going to be back for next week? If not, then Matt Burton is going to send it to the sky and really oh, test oh, out oh. to Alpiki. He's, <laughs> he's going to do it. We know he's going to do it. We know how big he can kick it. So um, Tane's going to have to do a, a lot of practice this week and along with that other, you know, the back two, the back three, sorry. Um they're going to have to do a lot of practice under those high balls. And I think, um, yeah, they're just going to have to be careful of, of their back line. There's, there just seems to be a bit of strike in their back line. I mean, the, the youngster, mm-hmm. Paul Alamotti, uh, Jack Averillo, they're all pretty highly skilled players. Cole Flanagan's just sort of steering that team around. And Matt Burton, um, the Matt Burton-Josh uh, Adokar sort of combination, um, to touch on Dan's point, you give him half a, Half a metre, Josh Adokar's gone. And yeah. our wingers aren't necessarily the fastest at turning around. Yeah. Um, I think they'll look to exploit that with a, um, you know, fairly rookie uh, fullback. Yeah. There, might, that, there might be an opportunity there to put an early kick and get Josh to, to chase. Um, but, yeah, for us, to, for us to win, I think, yeah, just like Dan said, we're just layering that attack and just every week just sort of getting it to click even more. I mm-hmm. think... For me, in my opinion about, you know, Jazz and Dylan, I just think a lot of, maybe a lot of teams won't be used to seeing that sort of look on yeah. the field. Like, oh, well, here's a small Ford pack. Um, you know, we, we should be able to dominate. But with their leg speed and their intensity, they, you know, I, I just don't think teams are prepared. So mm. I think that's where we've got a, maybe a, an ace up our sleeve or a distinct advantage is that speed and play of the ball from those two. We so. could also uh, buy ourselves like a half a second or so as the defense is like, wait, which one of these guys is Ford's? Like, is <laughs> 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 that too? Yeah. <laughs> Boys, we're going to jump on out of here. Uh, quick heart on uh, around the room. Are we going to start the season with a three and one record? We'll start with you, Buddha. Hard. Uh, and we could have kind of come close to a, you know, a four and a as well. Just saying, you know, that recent game. But um, yeah, I think we. We're looking good. Isaac? I'm all aboard Webermania. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's more Macho Man than Hulkster, but I'm all Webermania. <laughs> you look more like Bad News yeah. Brown, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was more like the Bushwhackers. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can join that. That's it. Dylan Walker. Okay, Dylan Walker and Jazz Tavanga, the New Age Bushwhackers. There you go. There Love you it. go. <laughs> that thing going on. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they kind of walk like that too. I like it. Moneta. <laughs> hard on our, bro. Oh, Three and one. hard. Hard. It's going to be a good game, though. Good. Attacking game. Yeah. Big game coming up. I can't wait. Man, it's, it's, uh, it's exciting times. As a Warriors fan, but you know, still early days in the season, but get on board. The Webolution. Web Webomania. It's all going on. The Warriors. On behalf of Money to Sauce, Isaac Sauce, and Daniel. We'll get you to the We will catch you <laughs> next week. Like and subscribe on YouTube and um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts or whatever you whatever want to do. Like and subscribe, that's all good. We'll catch you on Facebook and yeah, we'll see you next week. Peace. Go Warriors! <laughs>